0: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a horse in an open sleigh. Ah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. ah, hello, friends. Welcome to a festive episode of it crept from the eighties. Uh, can, can you feel it? We are, we are now in early December and uh, we're barreling, rocketing towards the holidays, towards Christmas, my favorite time of the year. Uh, this is good. You're getting out your, your trees, your decor, uh, the atmosphere, the snow, depending on where you are. Uh, it's hit us pretty good. Let's hope it continues. I you know, folks, I love snow, but only in December. After Christmas, I say, the hell with you. Get out. But from December 1st to after Christmas, to right after Christmas, I, I love that snow. I like to look out the window and see it coming down. All the twinkling lights, and I'm sure you'll see in other videos all of our house. We we really go. All out. Uh, Katie and I love Christmas. My son loves Christmas, so we go a little nuts on the inside of our, uh, you know, North Pole Lodge, if you will. Um, but uh, but uh, but uh, so something that is also synonymous with the holidays is the entertainment that one uh, uh, brings to their eye nuggets every year, and that can be the music, the beautiful, wonderful Christmas music or um, the television shows and specials, the movies, what have you. Uh, And today's episode is very special to me. As you can see, it's just me, uh, because (laughs) this particular subject, um, what I'm about to talk about, seems like within the ranks, within the group, within the gang, within the people who do this show with me, uh, I seem to be the only one who really truly loves Rankin and Bass. Arthur Rankin, Jules Bass. They they are uh, uh, two. They go together like you know spam and tuna, and peanut butter and yam bags. <sighs> Hannah and Barbara, <laughs> but. It saddens me that I seem to be the only one that enjoys Rankin and Bass in my close circle of of companions and and people who do the show with me. It's very odd to me. And and truth be told, I think within the group, within the ranks, I am the only one who actually truly loves Christmas the way I do. Um, There's a lot of humbuggery out there for Christmas. And I I don't personally get it. Um, I've always loved the holiday. And as you've heard me yammer on about, uh, Halloween is my second favorite holiday. Um, Because as a horror fan, you sort of you're in the thick of it year-round, so it isn't as special to me. Um, Oh, hold on. Santa's calling me. Hello? <clears throat> and then it was Christmas time in Hollis, Queens, and my mama was cooking chicken and collard greens, and ah, oh, memories. But anyway, Rankin and Bass seems to be my thing. Uh, you know, my wife says she likes them, but when we watch them, she kind of drifts off and doesn't really pay attention. My son used to love them, and I try to get him. <laughs> you know, he's about he's you know basically let's say thirteen. He's about to turn thirteen, and. I guess it's just, you know, he'll he'll sing the songs during Christmas. I hear him sing certain songs from Rankin and Bass, from the specials and whatnot, but he won't, like, I don't know. I'm hoping that when he gets older, he'll he'll appreciate them a little more like like I do. They've never left me. I tell you, since I was a little kid, I have never stopped watching any of the Rankin and Bass stuff that I love. So I want to talk about it a little bit. Um, Now... Maybe you folks don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm sure you've seen what I'm talking about and just may not know what a Rankin and Bass is. Rankin and Bass are the people who created uh, these amazing specials. And and not only that, but if you're an 80s fan, you're watching this show. They created Thundercats. They created Silverhawks. Uh, They created the Michael Jackson home genital mutilation kit. So there's a lot going on there. Um, but for the local yokels, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and, and, and they they get globbed into the whole stop-motion claymation type thing, and while it is stop-motion, and they call, Ring of the Bass calls, Animagic. Animagic, it is not clay. They're little wooden caricatures with armatures, and then different mouths, eyes, whatnot that they put onto the wood figures that they carve and created and, and, and move. So, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A lot of these shows um, are up there. I think I think Rudolph celebrated 50 years last year. Uh, Frosty the Snowman, the animated. They also did animation, folks. Not just the. Animagic, the stop motion, but the animation as well, like Thundercats and Silverhawks and what have you. Um, Twas the Night Before Christmas uh, is is also theirs, that has the little mice and the the one mouse that uh, helps mess up a clock tower that is supposed to bring Santa. You know what I'm saying? You Ranking and Bass fans will know what I'm saying. Uh, but it all started really with Rudolph, and I think it started... Um, For all of us kids, you know, and the the kids at heart, um, this special has been airing since the 60s, year-round, and uh, it's a family tradition, and like I said, I've just continuously watched it. Um, I suppose I can see somebody coming at it this day and age, new, who's never seen it, uh if they're like crummy you know millennials and <laughs> t- teens and tweens and all that and they're too cool for school to watch something like this they might see see it and laugh and just think it's terrible um and you know it has elements those all of them have elements like that um so it I think they re- rely heavily on the nostalgia uh, and, uh, why they matter to me so much. But I also think, just ingenuity-wise, I'm, I'm, as an adult, I'm just so fascinated by the whole thing and how they cranked them out and... I mean, because it wasn't just Christmas. You know, they did Easter specials and they did Thanksgiving specials and they did any sort of (laughs) holiday that you could think of. New Year's, uh, there's, there's Rudolph and, uh, frosty's christmas in july uh so there's a lot of things they do they did leprechaun stuff i mean it was just the whole gamut um oh they also did in the 70s 60s 70s they did the jackson 5 cartoon um so Ring and bass has been around for a very long time uh and you know rudolph and frosty were the ones that were constantly shown to us kids, to every kid of all ages back then. Um, and they're still doing it to this day. These are Blu-ray releases, and they're pretty damn good. I mean, they're the best you're gonna see. they still have all the pops and scratches and everything, which is great. I love, because, you know, as close to it is, as close as how it was like on TV when I was seeing it in the 80s, growing up in the 80s, 70s, what have you. Um, I think... I think the Burgermeister Meisterburger is here to, to upset the, this video. And that brings us to Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, this um, has Fred Astaire um, in the opening, who is sort of telling you the tale of, of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Santa Claus, Chris uh, Kringle played by Mickey Rooney, <laughs> and he reprised his role several different times as Santa. Um, but this was their version, Rankin and Bass's version of how Santa came to be, and it's very creative and weird and imaginative and, and goofy. Um, the Winter Warlock is in this, which is great. The song, put one foot in front of the other, is in this, which I love. Uh, it's just the Burgermeister Meister Burger who... He, he bans toys. No toys at all. Gram. He doesn't say crumb but I wish he did. But uh, yeah, no toys in the in. So you know, he takes all the toys away from the kids. And Santa tells you know, put out your stockings, and we'll keep delivering the toys. He's got a weird penguin friend named Topper. This is where he gets all smoochy-woochy with Mrs. Mrs. Claus. He meets Mrs. Claus for the first time and is wed under a Christmas tree as the winter warlock presides (laughs) over them. But it's classic. It's classic stuff. It's amazing stuff. And um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Doesn't get played a lot on the major networks anymore. Like it did, and now like it's always on like a, like it's TBS or, or Family Channel, which is now Freeform or whatever. When they do their like 31 days of, of Christmas or 25 days of Christmas or whatever the hell they do. Um, they play a lot of Reagan and Bass stuff over and over and over again. Uh, and It's actually have extras, which is great. Um, there's commentaries on these discs, uh, the fun extras on how they went about making the specials and everything. Um, and then there's this set, which has a lot of the other specials that I was talking about, the classic Christmas favorites. Now, the major everything pretty much on here is Rankin and Bass, except The Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, I don't know why, other than it's because Warner Brothers owns all these, so they were just like, let's put the Christmas classics together, but it's really all... Rankin and Bass stuff Uh, Why I love this set so much Is because It's got The Year Without a Santa Claus Which is another classic which has the The uh, The Heat Miser What I love about this uh, Is the amount Of magical Rankin and Bass stuff that's on here So we got the Year Without a Santa Claus On here Which is the Collector's edition DVD. Um, that's of course the Snow Miser, Heat Miser. That tr- that classic song. Um, again, Santa. Santa's like, I'm sick. You know, I really don't feel like <laughs> going out there and doing this. All this weird stuff happens. It's it's insane, but I I think it's fun. It's weird and goofy, but it's got so listen It's got the Leprechaun's Christmas Gold Pinocchio's Christmas, which is one of my uh, One of my favorite Rankin and Bass specials. It's so bizarre Um, But it's got some good songs in there Um, This they have their animated Christmas Carol version of Scrooge. It's called The Stingiest Man in Town. Um, This also has Rudolph's Shiny New Year and Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey, which I'm not a fan of. I actually... I I don't like Nestor and I don't like The Little Drummer Boy. No thanks. Um, I believe The little, Little Drummer Boy was the first magic production they did, I, th- I think. Um, I should probably, you know, read up on that in my Random Bass portfolio book here that I'm about to talk about. I, th- I think that's right. Um, and Rudolph came after. But anyway, I don't like the Little Drummer Boy, but that always played back in the day as well. Um, this also has Frosty's Winter Wonderland uh, which was a not-an-animated-version sequel of Frosty, like the first one is. This one is a Animagic, and it's got Shelley Winters as his wife. Um, then what I was talking about, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Um, love this one. The, the mice that live with the trundles and the clock. Save and the Santa and, and, and the cheese and the, and the, and the songs, uh, great stuff. Even a miracle needs a hand. Um, and then the final disc on this is Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. Just weird, weird shit, folks. Uh, but I just love it all. I love it all. I'm charmed by it all, and um, I watch all of these specials that I have every single year. Uh, sometimes I do it in one, f- one full day. Sometimes I do it in, you know, a couple of days leading up to Christmas. Sometimes I do a couple of them on Christmas Eve. Um, but it's always nice to cuddle up on the couch with some coca, some cookies, and you just you you just go back into that childlike state and, and and watch magic unfold. For me, anyway. I mean, apparently there's a shit ton of Grinches out there who, who don't like Christmas, don't like any of this stuff, uh, including some of my dearest and closest friends. Um, so. This book, there's several books going on here, and I want to talk about this one, because this is the one that I have. Uh, but the guy, Rick Goldschmidt, he seems to be the, the uh, steward of everything that's Rankin and Bass now. He's had the pleasure uh, of working along the company and sort of continuing to, to promote and, and entertain and enlighten folks year after year about the magic of Ringin' and Bass. And this is the Enchanted World of Ring and Bass portfolio. It's it's basically a breakdown of of what uh what they were all about and all the things that they created. And oh there's Lionel in all of his glory. Look at that. Mm. But um I had to have it man. I uh I was lucky enough to meet Mr. Mr. Goldschmidt at a uh, convention a couple of years ago. And he goes around the country w- uh, with his Ring and Bass Table. And what's awesome is not only can you get, you know, DVDs, Blu-rays, books, a ton- bunch of books that he's written, um soundtracks, um masks, cause um Trick-or-Treat Studio has made some masks for for Rankin and Bass uh, from The Year Without a Santa Claus and Frosty and um, Mad Monster Party, uh, which is a the Halloween Animagic Ringgit and Bass special, which is also pretty rad. Uh, but he brings real uh, puppets, the real figures uh, from the specials. And he'll have certain ones at different conventions. Um, and it's fascinating to see the, <laughs> the actual animagic puppets that were used for the stop motion right before your eyes. And it's, it's just very cool. And in some instances they've been, uh, you know, reworked and, and uh, brought back, restored. Uh, Because they were funked up. I mean, I remember seeing a special a while ago about um, someone had the Rudolph stuff in their basement or something, and it was, like, deteriorating. And they just looked terrible, and then they went through restoration and then perfection. But insane that 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 was in somebody's basement, you know? Or attic. Uh, Classics like that. (sighs) on your mind, imagine. I would love to have an actual puppet from them. And you can buy toys, you can buy action figures that are, you know, replicas of, of that stuff. And I'd love that too. They're very expensive. You go on eBay to look for them. They're <laughs> very expensive. And I, I always curse that when they were out on shelves, I never picked them up because I was always like, eh, I'll get them eventually. And then they go out of print and then people skyrocket the price. Because, you know, there's some great human beings out there. Uh, but this book is awesome. I remember reading it um, during work. Uh, took me a couple days. But it was a great, fascinating read. And if you're a Rankin and Bass fan, I, you should check them out. You can find them at... Where is that? I believe it's miserbrothers.com, I want to say. Um... Miserbros.com, that is where you can uh, find all the Ringin' and Bass magic, including this shirt that I'm wearing, I did pick this up as well, representing my passion and love for Ringin' and Bass. Look at this, look at this, look at this, look at Goldschmidt, he signed it for me and then did a little caricature of the Bumble Snow Monster. Oh, another thing, which is cool, um, when he goes convention to convention, sometimes he has special guests. So some he he's had animators with him to sign. He's had um, voice cast actors who are still alive from the Reagan and Bass days to sign autographs and whatnot. It's just it's just awesome that he's keeping that magic alive. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what to say, man. You folks who are sleeping on Rankin and Bass. I just, I just, I don't know. You're missing out on some true magic or rather you missed out on some true magic. And if you're an adult like me, if you're in your 40s, 50s, late 30s, who think you're, think you're too old for that stuff, try popping in a Rankin and Bass special. and maybe your Grinch heart will grow a couple sizes. You'll get that feeling, you'll get that nostalgia or nostalgia, and you'll feel the Christmas spirit swelling within you, in your heart, in your pouch. It really hurts when I see friends Degrading, the wonder, the spirit. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. I love ringing and Bass.